Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the Cambridge Islamic College podcast. It has been narrated in Sahih Muslim that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Whenever some people gather in one of Allah's houses to recite the Book of Allah and study it among themselves, then calmness descends upon them. The angels surround them, mercy covers them, and Allah mentions them to those who are with Him. And some of the most recited verses of the Holy Quran are from the last chapter. These verses are some of the first to be taught to children and new Muslims as well as recited regularly in congregation. So what better way for us to launch Cambridge Islamic College's podcast channel than with Sheikh Muhammad Akram Nadwi's Tafsir of Juzamma. It is often said that Tafsir requires knowledge and understanding of all of the Islamic sciences and not just knowledge of the Arabic language. Sheikh Akram expertly deciphers the intricacies of these surahs and in his unique and inimitable manner makes them relatable. So, without further ado, let's begin this journey. When you know it properly, then last thing the Quran is saying, then you will know this. So now these verses from the you know, verse 6 to 16, they are together and they basically have been only there to prove this thing. That is the amud of this surah. That the main pillar of this surah. That that date actually has been fixed. The day of judgment, day of separation has been fixed. The day will come when the people were separated. Good people and bad people. Pious people and criminal people. Believers and unbelievers. Righteous people and wrong people. They are going to be separated. The day will come. And basically, Quran wants to say that every single thing in this universe tells loudly, shouts loudly about the day of judgment. If it is not a day of judgment, it is not something hidden. Day of judgment is not something really, it is secret. Not secret. Every single thing the universe speaks very loudly about that day. If you look properly, think properly, everything tells you about that day. The Quran wants to tell you the day of judgment is not a secret. It is not something really hidden, not something like that. Every single thing they speak in the universe speaks loudly about that day. The Quran is mentioning all those things, and then the Quran says, In the to make very clear that if you think properly, you will know that day must come. Everything tells you about that day. It is not something hidden, it is not something secret, it is not something needs a lot of thinking. Just, you know, just use your mind properly, just look properly, just use your brain as you use for your worldly matters. Like in this world, people use their mind. If you use your mind as much as you use for this world, you will understand. Every single thing tells you about the Day of Judgment. So now Quran is saying, Alam najjalil arda mihada. That you can see really, Quran is not concerned about the creation. When Quran mentions creation, then very often Quran says Khalaqa. Khalaqa comes to describe the creation. But when Quran wants to say more than the creation, the wisdom behind it, the purpose behind it, then Quran means Ja'ala. When Quran gives Ja'ala, it relates to attention of the people, not only the creation, thinking really that there is purpose behind it. Like when the Quran says, Alhamdulillah, the Anzala ala Abdul Kitab, Walam Yaja'allahu Iwaja. To think really that the book is so clear. You know, the book actually had nothing actually misleading, or no error in, in that. So similarly, if you look in the universe, you can see really how the universe has been made, the wisdom behind it, the justice in the universe. Every single thing tells you is that there must be another day. So look, you know, how Allah has made it. It's not that Allah created only the earth. Allah created the earth and He made it for a purpose. Mihada. So have, you know, have we not spread the earth like, like a bed for the people? Mihada. Like, you know, like Mahd in Arabic language, Mahd is in a cradle. When you know, you have a child, you put him in, in, in a cradle, Mahd. 
that the whole earth has been made like a mahad and a mihad for the people. So nicely. Just imagine really if the earth has been made away, in a way, and people could not live, how difficult it have been for the people. How much Allah made the arrangement for the people? He made like a, like a bed for the people. You can walk on it. Just imagine really if earth has been away, you could not walk on it. Like a space, no gravity. If there had been no gravity on the earth, how could we walk? How could we live? How could we build a house? Just think really. How, he, how much he made for you? He made actually this gravity for you. So you can walk on it properly. And then think really how he made the plain earth. Then how you know, things you know, to grow in, in the earth for you. And then in, all, in every single thing you see really, a purpose behind it. He made it for you. He provided space for you. You know, if somebody employs you and gives an office for you, that this office and you know this kitchen and this and that, you know, all those things properly, you can make tea and coffee and this and that. And then you come say, oh, it is such a nice place. I can eat and drink, enjoy and sleep, and such a nice thing. And then eat and drink and, and, and sleep there and all those things. Do you think you're going to be kept there for longer? Everybody is thinking you're stupid. Because the kitchen and all those, there's are space for you. They actually tell us loudly that you are employed here, you, there is purpose behind it. You know, everything is there to serve you, but you are so for a purpose. In the office, you are not there just drink tea and coffee and enjoy and look in the internet and then you leave the office. Nobody is going to employ for that. Eh? You know, people are providing everything for you. Why? Then you do something. You make a contribution. You know, Allah SWT made such a nice place for you, such a nice you know, arrangement for you. And you think you don't do anything. Everything is done by Allah SWT, you don't do anything. Like you know, Sheikh Sadi Rahmanullah very nicely says, the clouds, and you know, sun, moon, stars, the earth, the mountains, the rain, the water, everything actually working, they're serving you. Everything actually doing something for you. Why? You can have your bread, you can have your, your food, and don't eat it with a ghafla. And then he said, everything in this uh, universe I, you know, is uh, wandering, and, uh, wandering and walking and working and going around to serve you. And then you don't want to serve anybody. You just a useless thing. Nothing is there. Every single thing does something and you do nothing. You have no purpose. The stars have purpose. The moon has a purpose. Plants have a purpose. I have, you know, everything. Fruits have a purpose. And you think you have no purpose. No purpose behind you. Does it make sense? Just think properly. Every single thing in the universe has a purpose behind it. And you think you have no purpose. You have been created for no purpose. And how can a spirit from sun, see the hukma, how delicate the whole thing, how, how sophisticated the whole universe is. Such a, you know, such a creation. And then after that, you have about thinking that he made everything so complicated. And about your own creation, no purpose. You know, read bad thinking about your Lord, about the creator. So then Quran wants to emphasize, understand properly how Hakim he is. He's a Rahman. But Rahman is has two things, Adl and Hikmah. And look in the Hikmah, how much Hikmah he's done, how much, how much he's doing for you. To every Rahmah of your Lord actually has got two things, Hikmah, the wisdom behind it, and justice behind it. And that makes it necessary that one day he's going to ask you. One day you're going to be accountable. So when people make any, like you know, you, you buy a horse for a purpose. If the horse does not have purpose, are you going to keep it? Do you know anybody in the world who buys cow for dung? Just tell, tell me, is anybody in the world who buys cow for dung? Nobody does like that. People buy the cows for, for, for milk. If the cows don't give milk and, and you have to spend so much money on them, who's going to keep the cow? Imagine a cow has no milk. 
and you have to feed it, are you going to keep the cow? You're going to sell it out because there's no purpose. Impossible. Nobody does like that. But you, know, you think really that the whole universe has got a purpose, and you yourself have no purpose? Nothing. It's really bad thinking about your creator. That Quran says, don't you see? The argument is not about the power of Allah. This is not the argument. Understand the argument in this, this, this Akriya thing is only one thing. That every single thing of the universe you know, speaks very loudly about the death judgment. That argument this really. Every single thing, if you look properly, they speak loudly about the death judgment. That when you look about every single thing, it tells you Allah is Rahman, and since he is Rahman, he is Hakim and Adil. The Quran says, Didn't we make the earth? You know, they make it spread like, like a bed for the people. You know, they can use like a bed, such a nice thing. Waljibala autada, and don't you know the people think, think that how, how you know, didn't we raise you know the mountains uh, you know in in in, uh, in this earth like 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 supporting poles like you know uh, you know uh, autada like poles because you know Allah Subhanahu wa Taala you know after physical wisdom you know he he created this earth for you know there are so many things and so many details we don't know all of them so he made a big part of the of the of the earth with water and ocean and and the sea. And then after that, you know, he will also make the mountains. So, you know, he can make the earth more stable. So, he should not have so much, you know, earthquake and moving. So for a purpose, he could have done without mountains. But for a purpose, you know, for wisdom, we don't know much of the details. And also, if science does not know many of the details about things anyway, that what actually is real wisdom behind the mountains, we know very little. But about, from what we know, we can, can understand really that, you know, one of the purposes is that then the earth cannot move. You know, then, you know, otherwise if there's only water, you know, that, you know, it cannot be stable. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, see how much he's thinking for you. He made the earth, then he made the poles, in the mountains in the earth to make everything stable. Why do all those things? Such huge mountains. Look about the mountains. Not easy. It's all everything created for you, for no purpose. Don't you look around? So Allah wants to tell you actually that how much rahmah he has got upon you. Before creating you, made everything. That, you know, it's very often if you ask, I get this example, if you ask a child, can you make a, a cup of tea for me? They say, it is so easy. I go to the kitchen and make a tea, a cup of tea for you. It is so easy. But you don't even know really to make a cup of tea, you know, it, it is, it's not easy. Before making a cup of tea, you need really sun and moon. You need the stars. You need the earth. You need the water. You need the ocean. You need the whole universe before one cup of tea. One of cup of tea depends on the whole universe. It's already there. It is so easy. Not so easy. Had there been no water, how could you have made tea? Had there been no sun, how could I have made tea? Just imagine really, every single thing that you, even one bread you eat, you know, how much effort there is? One single bread, when people actually eat, how much effort there is? Even one needle, a small needle, when people make, you know, it's such a small thing, a small needle, ask people in the factories, even a small needle, people say it passes by 20 stages. To make one single needle, you need to have 20 stages for the same, one single needle. After 20 stages, you make one single needle. And many things like that, when people make. Think really how much Allah SWT has been doing. For no purpose, nothing is there. And actually Allah SWT only tells people what is obvious. So they can think properly, move on. He does not want to people think about things which are deeper. You don't know really deeper. There are Allah SWT is not very keen for the people to tell all the secrets. He does not want that. He does not want the people appreciate him too much. He just wants to understand a little bit to worship him. Uh, you know, like for example, if I write a book, I would like every single person to know every secret about my book. I will be so keen if people understand and appreciate everything properly. Allah is not like that. There are millions of secrets in the universe He does not tell us. There are millions of secrets in our, our own life body He does not tell us. 
It does not want. He just want only tell us things eh, which can make us to understand the purpose of the life and worship properly. But other millions of secrets he does not tell. In this universe, in the earth and, and the mountains, eh, there are millions of the things he does not tell us. Even if people want to count every single thing, they can't count. But he tells us something which can actually make sense for us. That you know, he's so wise. So the Quran is saying, Alam mihada. Didn't we make the earth as a bed? Jibala autada. Didn't we make you know mountains as supporting poles? And then azwaja. And then we made created you in pairs. You know, it's Quran says We created you in, in pairs, but it's still actually part of the question. Mawla Farahi prefers it is not affirmative. The sentence is still actually interrogative. It's still the question thing. It is asking question. It is more, more effective than making like affirmative sentence. Like we have seen uh, the surah before that, when Quran says, didn't we make the mountains as poles? Similarly, there said, Jalna said, we did. Meaning, didn't we make? So similarly, when Quran says, meaning is what? Didn't we create you in pairs? So don't translate as we created. Because this is how Arabic style actually is. In Arabic language, when you start a sentence with a question, and then after that, all the sentences that are coming related to that, they all part of the question. The problem actually for many people who translate it, they don't understand one thing in Arabic language. Past tense in Arabic language comes in two different ways. When the past tense is negative, it comes two different ways. One way is to say, ma faaltu, I didn't do, and one word say, lam afal, I didn't do. Quran, Arabic language has both past tense. You say, lam afal, I didn't do, and you also can say, ma faaltu, I didn't do. Both are past tense. So when the Quran says Alam Najal, Lam is there. Similarly, when the Quran comes to Khalaqnaakum, it's again the same thing. Past tense, but it's connected with the same negative. But no doubt, Khalaqna does not need Lam, but actually Ma is then understood. So it meaning basically, Wama Khalaqnaakum Azwaja, Wama Jalna Namukur Subata, Wama Jalna Layla Libasa, it all actually that. Meaning is, didn't we make the earth as a bed for you? Didn't we make mountains as poles for you? Didn't we create you in fear? Quran wants people to think, not a, in, in, information that we did this. No, Quran wants to, don't you think? Quran wants people to think. Didn't we make you in pairs? And actually pairs in many, many ways. The Quran actually has sometimes make explanation of, uh, of the pairs. Like the Quran says, one of the surahs, Allah has created both pairs, the male and the female. So this is one of the pairs. And also Quran says, From every single thing, we have made pairs. So this male and female is not only among the human beings and animals, from every single thing, we have got the things in the pair. So like you have sun and moon, you have got the earth, you have got you know, this world, and the hereafter, every single thing. And also Quran says, for example, Quran says, Quran says, So that why the people of the tafsir say, you know, as why does not only refer to male and female, it refers really everything that can make pair. So they say meaning is Zukarana wa inatha, male and female, also meaning Tevaran wa Qisaran, we make something tall, something short, and then also sometimes Zavi Damamatin wa Jamal, something ugly, bad looking, something good looking. So you can see the pairs actually are in different ways. So Allah subhanahu wa when you look at it properly, you can see Allah made things in the pair. Don't they tell you something? Why making pair actually tells you the wisdom of Allah and justice? Why it tells you? 
Because when you think things and appear, you know that they are two different things. Two different things. But at the same time, they are made in a way that they need each other. They complete each other. They make like one thing. Had it been done by someone else, it could not be like that. Like male and female, they are two independent. But at the same time, he has made in a such a way that they basically come to make a third thing. So when a male and female they meet, they make family. They make a third thing. Had there been two, two different, more than one creator, this would not have been there. It's one single creator for both of them. And the wisdom by why he made, made female? For a purpose. So to make human generation, people keep coming. So didn't we make like that? Making the people, the pair really tells you the wisdom of Hikmah of Allah. He made Hikmah there he, for a purpose. And that also tells you another thing. If every single thing in the world is in the pair, this life also should be in the pair. This life and the life after death. There must be in the pair. There must be this dunya and then another dunya. This house and the house hereafter. There must be two houses. Every single thing has pair. Why not this one? Think every single thing has got the pair. So Quran says, didn't we create you in the pair? So meaning basically, وَخَلَقْنَاكُمْ وَجَعَلْنَاكُمْ وَجَعَلْنَاكُمْ Didn't we create you and then we made you in the pairs? So Quran is summarizing that. To understand that it's all connected with the same question. Didn't we make the earth as a bed? Didn't we make the mountains as the poles? Didn't we create you as a pair? Didn't we create you as pairs? You know, in different, and then Quran says, And then we made, didn't we make your sleep as subata? Subat in Arabic language, you know, sabat and subat means in qita, to cut something. You know, something actually connected, if you cut, uh, you know, separate, that's sabata. Sabata means to cut. So what actually happening is, like, uh, you know, you keep working hard, and then after that you need a time when you can stop and rest. So that's like you cutting off your work. You have been working hard, and then you get time. So the sabta also means in qita, in amal, when you stop working. And that's why the meaning of sabta also comes to rest. But otherwise, sabat does not have any resting. Sabat only basically means that something has disconnected. So you do something, that's why you can say Judhab Sabbath. Because they used to think that, you know, they work for six days, and one day they don't work, they worship their Lord. And uh, somehow, they wrongly, they are also connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and they think that he created the heaven and the earth in the six days, and on the seventh day, he had rest. You know, he becomes tired, he had rest. That's why Quran needs to say in Surah Tuqaf, وَمَا مَسَّنَا مِنْ لُغُوبِ We were not tired. Not that Allah Subhanahu created the sixth in the sixth day, and one day he needed for rest. No rest, it's not he was tired, nothing was there. So that sabt actually coming from that, the concept of sabt. And that's why you can see really that you know, people now in the world have this concept. This actually you know, developed by Jews, and now everybody actually believes in that. That people need a day when they can have rest. They don't need to work. And now people have made two days in the, you know, the weekend. But Islam actually does not believe in anything like that. In the life, there's nothing, no rest really for the people. In Islam, really rest is only to work harder. The people keep working and then they come tired, rest, to then you can prepare again to, to work hard. There is no rest for enjoyment. There is no rest in Islam for the sake of the rest. That's why in Islam, there is no day off, there is no holiday. You don't have any, we don't have Sabbath for Muslims. So for, even Friday, Quran says what? فَإِذَا قُضِيَتِ الصَّلَاةُ فَانْتَشِرُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ وَابْتَغُوا مِنْ فَضِلِ اللَّهِ When Friday is finished, then go work, spend the work, you know, that's how to do. You see, Quran, actually how nice the Quran says, when the Friday prayer has finished, go and work, do your thing, seek Allah, you know. Now Muslims, they invented new thing on Friday. After Friday prayer, they protest to stop people from the provision. Allah wants to let people go and, uh, and find the provision. 
you know, there are many, many Muslims really, they depend on their daily earning. They, no, they have no food. If after Friday prayer you make protest, you can eat and drink, but there are so hundreds of the Muslims, poor people, they don't have anything to eat and drink. What will happen to them? How are they going to survive? Just think properly. Allah wants believers after Friday prayer to make easy for people to earn, go earn money and find the way. Nothing like that. It's basically, I'm trying to say Islam does not have anything of resting. Nothing like that. If people have, are tired, rest in order to work more. So the Prophet used to sleep in the night. Why? So then he can have more prayer. The companies used to sleep when they need, and then after that more work. But they didn't have any time once a week where they have rest or something like that. There's nothing like that. So the Quran is saying that, you see, subata. So we did not make a weekend for you. What you made actually is sleep for you resting. Meaning is, when you become tired, so then you sleep at rest rest. It is not that you know of six work days you work and one day you rest, or five days you work and two days rest. No, every day people need rest in order to work. But every day is way of, day of work and every day is also day of rest in order to work more. So wajalna now maku subata, and then you know didn't we make for you? Didn't we make for you? Uh, you know your sleep as something for resting you. So you can rest and you can work more. The thing is how nice argument is that you work hard, you become tired. Then you need something. So Allah Allah then made sleep. So when you sleep, then your tiredness has gone, and you know, you know, uh, uh, and then you can you know, work harder. That can see like in, in the war, when people are fighting, they don't have time to sleep. It's very, very difficult for the fighters to fight in, in, in the war. That's why Allah Subhanahu wa mentioned one of his favor upon the believers in the battle of Badr, that when they're fighting, that you know they didn't have sleep. So Allah Subhanahu wa made actually because in the in the in the battlefield you have so much fear, you can't sleep. Because you think anybody can come and kill you, anybody can harm you. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took away the fear from the believers and make such a peace for him that they were sleeping. And then they become fresh. By after sleep, you become fresh. So that actually how nice the arrangement is. You see, it all tells you Rububiya for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Rububiya only can be Rububiya when the Rahma. That why he said, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Rab only can be Rab if it's Rahman Rahim. The Rahma. He really wants to you know, help you. He wants to mercy upon you. Nice, he does not want to worship all the time. No, he wants to worship, and even you are tired, have rest. He made arrangement for that. Like, you know, a good pay, somebody who is a good employer, he provides office for you, then he also, may, you know, say, okay, this is kitchen, you can, you know, you can, you know, you can eat and drink when you need, and also there is place for rest, you know, if for you know, in the lunch time, you need a little rest, you can rest properly, you can work properly. You know, if, if people take care of you, so they provide every single thing for you, then you can work harder. Because you think with my master, how nice, how my employer, how nice for me is. You know, he provides everything, salary at the end of the month for my family. Then every day in the work, we have tea and coffee and biscuits and this and that. During lunch time, we have one hour break and then we can have a little rest. So then after that, you know, one thing really, if he does everything for me, then I should be more active. Allah SWT has done so much for us really. The earth, you know, and the, and the mountains, you know, how nicely for our image. And then things in the pier. They really are so much helping for the people. Human generation can continue on the face of the earth, one after the other. And also being in the pair is so much you know, peace and, uh, 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 for the people. And then sleep, it's another pair. You work and then sleep. How he has made? And then we made the night covering for you. A cover for, uh, for you. Because during the daytime, everything open. People need really covering. At the time when they have darkness, you know, they don't see things, they just sleep properly, they rest properly, they need a covering. So, وَجَعَلْنَا اللَّيْلَ لِبَاسًا And there can be more than one minute for covering. So, I'll come, inshallah, for that later on. Uh, if you have any questions, please, uh, please ask. Because now it's time for, for the break.
you know, Khalaqa basically is one emphasis that Allah created things. Allah made the Khalaqa basically actually had this emphasis, like, you know, to make something. Khalaqa actually in Arabic language means Qaddara. The original meaning of Khalaqa is Qaddara. Qaddara means to plan properly. To Khalaq basically means to plan properly because when Allah made something, it comes according to his plan. So that's why creation has been named as, as planning. But other Khalaqa does not mean creation. Khalaqa originally means planning. So Khalaqa means a Qaddara, plan properly. Uh, and after when Allah says fatara, fatara means to make things according to the plan from nothing. So when Allah wants to emphasize that we created things from nothing, then Quran says fatara. Fatara is samawat, Lord. Allah created, made the earth, heaven, that from nothing. So khalaqa originally from planning. Then after the plan of creation, uh, you know, things have for a purpose. So when Allah wants to emphasize and highlight those purpose, then he says ja'ala. We did this, we did this from this, you know, we this. So here Quran is saying, you know, khalaqa, you know, uh, azaj, basically, no doubt really. Because you know, want to understand that, that you know this, uh, you know this things being on, in the pair, it is not by chance. It is not it happened by day. It actually has been planned by him. But also it has been made useful for the people. So that I think it is not that you know Allah Swt created, created only one one thing and then by evolution or by something they become you know two pairs. It was actually creator's plan. He made like that. He made the things in the pair. So things in the pair are made by him. You know he he planned that. And then after that also how useful they are. So Khalaqa basically here you can say. Sometimes we have in Arabic means tadmin. So you can say the meaning here is wa khalaqnaakum wa ja'alnaakum azwaja. We planned you, or we created you, and we made you in the pair. Because ja'ala actually has coming all the, you know, you can see all the. So sometimes we use the word, you know, tadmin comes in Arabic language. Tadmin basically means when you use a word, but then in indication, that word actually has a combination of the meaning. That's tadmin. So we can say meaning is wa khalaqnaakum wa ja'alnaakum azwaja. Wa khalaqnaakum ja'alina ijaakum azwaja. We created you by making you in pairs. Do you have any questions? Sorry. When it says that the night is greater as a cloak for you, in the West where you have certain periods of time where there's less night and there's more night in other periods, more darkness in other periods. Is it supposed to be that you work longer in summer and less in winter? You know, the thing basically is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, out of his wisdom really, he makes things differently for, you know, different parts. But mostly, the places where the people used to live in the past, you know, especially in the Middle Eastern region, and the world actually around that, the normal places for the, for the living, that's how things used to be. So when the Quran refers, refers to the normal places, because when the days are very short or la, la, you know, things like that, and especially if you go to certain places where the days and nights are six months or something like that, they are not for that purpose. Though, for any way, people are still live there. So when Allah SWT reminds his favor, he reminds about general living the people. So, you know, but it does not necessarily mean that people have to work longer hours. Even actually when the night is longer, still people can work. So that's not the meaning. Just meaning generally, night is for covering. But it does not mean that how many hours in the night. It does not mean it. Meaning basically generally, night has been created for, for that purpose, to provide a covering for the people. So, but sometimes night will be short, shorter, still people need longer sleep. If night is even two or three hours, still people need to have more sleep. So that does not mean that you just only have to use your night for sleep. No, it, it, generally it is like that. But sometimes it could be less, sometimes it be more for, for different peop people of different regions.
similar uh, aspect. There's an Toronto uh, says, "Inna fi khalq al-samawati wal-ardi waqtilat al-layli wal-nahar." In the ayat, in her, yeah. From Aleph, and so uh, it says um, in the uh, in the creations of uh, the heavens and the earth and the changing of the night and the day. Yeah. There's a sign for those who have uh, wisdom. So is it for us incumbent on us to learn the creation of the earth, how the night happens? how the day progresses, <coughs> how these land masters have shifted long. You know, let me actually explain this properly. You know, very often when we people read many of those verses in the Quran, which tells people to think about the, about the creation and this and that, and also in Surah Fatih, when the Quran says you know, about all the creation, and then the Quran says, Inna shallah min ulama. So very often people think really it is scientists who fear Allah because they think all those things. Understand actually two things really. The, what, what, is, what scientists are doing and what Allah wants people to do. What scientists, scientists basically they are more concerned to study the creation without connecting with the creator. Just you know, creation. To get mastery over the creation and also to enjoy, for, to get more enjoyment from the creation. So the purpose of the science is to study the creation, to get mastery over that and also to enjoy from that. Allah the way no, study the creation in order to learn about your creator. So in Quranic way basically to ask people to connect the creation with the creator. Basically, like in this world, believers and unbelievers, everybody you eat and drink. The difference is unbelievers that use the ni'mah without knowing the mun'im. Allah wants people to use the ni'mah but connect with the mun'im. You know that somebody has made the favor. So if, if scientists don't know about the creator, then they're not doing what Allah wants really. If people go deep in the ocean, deep on the, in the sea, and they measure the every bit of the, of the earth, but it does not connect them with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is not what Allah wants. But if people know little about earth, but it connects them with, with the creator, that actually what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants. So Allah wants people to learn the creation in order to connect the creation with the creator. Learn about the favor in order to connect the favor with the one who made the favor. So learn about the ni'mah, enjoy the ni'mah, and, and thank the mun'im. Learn about the khalq, and connect with the Khaliq. So scientists know the Khaliq, but not the Khaliq. Religion has come to teach you about the Khaliq, and then Khaliq can guide you to that. Is it clear? So that actually means. So we don't mind people to, you know, if, if more study can help you to learn more about your Lord, there's no harm. But if there's more study of the universe, make you to be lost in the study, and you never come to have time to think about your Creator, this is not what Allah wants. Want. People should actually connect with the Creator. This question should be the first question. When you look, like a simple thing, which I example like all the time keep giving that when Newton, you know, he, he saw the you know, apple is falling down, you know, the, the, he, he discovered the law of gravity, you know, that's a big thing. But actually, I think the most obvious question should be who made this? Before going deep over the gravity and all those things, you should think really who made this thing? That is the most obvious question. First, who made the whole this thing? Who made this law? Who made the earth? Who made the gravity? Who made the apple? Why he made? First question should be about the creator. But scientists are in reality all the time, they keep ignoring this question. They never ask this question. They think they are learned people. If you are really true learned person, first question should be asked actually about the creator. The Quran has come to connect the creation with the creator, to connect the ni'mah with the mun'im, to connect the khalq with the khalq. If people study the universe for, with that purpose, then basically they are doing what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants. If people don't want to learn about the creator or about the mun'im, then they basically not following Allah's command. Is it clear?
We hope you enjoyed today's lecture and pray that it will be beneficial to you. Remember to tune in for the next one. For more insightful content in full HD quality on tafsir and other Islamic sciences such as hadith, fiqh, Arabic prose, grammar and morphology as well as Islamic history, female scholarship and much, much more, subscribe to our unique streaming platform on www.deepdeen.tv That's D-E-E-P-D-E-E-N.tv Don't forget to visit www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org and show your support. Please click on the donate button and give whatever you can. Our institution is dependent on the generosity of donors like yourselves.